think we all recognise that procurement has become more strategic to the enterprise and the role of a procurement executive has really evolved from being more of a back office function to more of a strategic advisor. In the past, if candidates didn't really require a 4.0 grade average from a prestigious university to become a buyer, nor did they have to have experience in terms of dealing with a globalised supply chain base with a framework of a socially responsible mandate. Now, given this seismic shift, what are the skill sets that you should be looking for when you're hiring your next CPO procurement director? In this lecture, Mark Mahalik, who's the head of corporate procurement for Immunomedics, provides a detailed overview of the tangible skills and intangible qualities that your ideal candidate must possess to really ensure you make that successful hire. Thank you very much indeed for joining us on our podcast today and I'm sure all our listeners would really like to understand a little bit more about yourself. Could you could you please tell us a little bit more about your background? Yeah, sure. I've been in procurement or uh, supply chain sourcing for over 20 20- years years, uh, I've held uh, multiple titles throughout my career. And and I've been primarily in the pharma industry, been in there for over 18 of the 20 years that I've been been working, uh, have been in pharmaceuticals or, or healthcare. And, you know, I really enjoy procurement. I think there's a strategic part of it that really gets me going and finding out ways to, to do things better is why I stayed in it for so long. I attended a, a conference, it was many years ago, and it was really a CPO roundtable. And the participating executives, they made a statement that they would rather have one strategic thinker than 10 run-of-the-mill buyers. What attributes do you think makes procurement person strategic? To be a strategic thinker in procurement is you really need to look at all the information present to you. You know, you, you can't just look at price, for example. You need to look at a, like a total cost of ownership model with that. You need to look at how your negotiation is going to impact you in all areas of that project, right? You have to also include, you know, service. You can't substitute service for better pricing, right? So So a strategic thinker is one that takes all the facts and figures into consideration when making a decision for the organization. I mean, there's a lot of literature out there that states that CPOs really found that the majority believe that their current procurement team don't really necessarily have the right skills to deliver their strategic objectives. And given that conference that I attended the round table, why is procurement still in the position that they are now? And they're not really sort of strategic enough on their thinking and their practices. The reason that is, is there's a tactical component to procurement, right? It's your POs, it's your following up uh, on getting your goods or services. There's a tactical component to procurement that overshadows, I think, the strategic uh, piece. So I think over time, you know, that I've seen is bigger organizations are now looking at procurement strategically, right? That that tactical piece is more, most of that has been outsourced or is, is done by a system somewhat. So that tactical piece has moved away. And now procurement people are being invited into projects 
because of their strategic thinking and, and looking for ideas on how we can better equip a project with either technology or resources at a lower rate to the organization and bring value to that project as it moves forward. Touching, as you say, about the technology side, I mean, given the ongoing success of your organization to sort of digitally transform your procurement practice, what do CPOs and organizations in general need to do for their procurement team to become more strategic? They need to be able to walk the walk and talk the talk. So what I mean by that is these different category leads or sourcing professionals, they need to know these different categories of goods or services inside and out. So they need to better educate themselves in these areas so they know what the market is doing at the time, who's the big players in the market. And so that type of information coming back to another executive within the organization helps them make key decisions for that organization. So I think if procurement really needs to be strategic is really finding out that information necessary to help business unit heads make key business decisions for the organization. Do you know, I've always wondered what kind of metrics we can really put in place, sort of old and new, to measure the performance and the impact of the strategic thinking procurement professional. Being a leader yourself, what would you use to measure someone who's less tactical and more strategic? That's an excellent question, and that's something that's discussed, I think, constantly within the, the, the procurement area. I really look at it as value. You can put a metric around value in, in many different ways, right? I mean, the biggest issue is, is that procurement is always slapped with the cost savings. You need the lower costs. That's not really strategic thinking. It's really how you get those savings is really what needs to be measured. You went about creating value. How did you create that value is more important than just the value that you brought to the table. If you're doing your due diligence and really researching commodities and services that you're responsible for, you add value long-term by doing that instead of just finding a short-term win of maybe a couple of dollars off of a project. And I think that's what you really have to measure is the, the lasting value that strategic brought to a project, not just for the beginning of the project, but throughout the life of the project. Do you think that really the, the whole reason we've still got this financial incentive and the bonus structure for procurement professionals is very much geared towards savings because at the end of the day, procurement's not on the board and is nine times out of 10 got a dotted line to the CFO. So do you think that for companies to really be able to measure how someone is from a strategic standpoint, we need to kind of take the onus away from purely financial? I totally agree with you. I think it should be you know, procurement should really be in operations. That may be more more suitable for procurement. Through my experiences, procurement has always sat under finance. And what you get with that is when you go to talk to somebody, you know, a business unit head in a, in a department about different projects in their area, the first thing that they're thinking is, oh no, any cost savings comes out of these projects, my budget's going to be cut. Yeah. That's, that's the yeah. farthest thing from the, from the truth, right? 
So yeah, I think you probably agree. A lot of organisations see procurement as a blocker, but in actual fact, with the right person on board. I would say they're more of, of someone who's supportive and trying to get something for that person in the organization at obviously a good price, but a really good service. And I think they, I continually talk about emotional intelligence and the importance of that to be able to build relationships and sustainable ones. But to be able to kind of build those relationships, it's, it's really helping change the mindset internally of, what procurement does and what they deliver. What do you think about that? You're spot on there. I think it is kind of hard, you know, show the value or, or sell the value of procurement with this savings target given there. I, I think I think what organizations have to do going forward is to make sure that the goals are in line for both procurement and other departments. So if, if, a, if a corporation wants to put cost savings goals in place, then it needs to be across all departments. So when a procurement professional goes into that department and says, hey, I need to reduce your budget by X amount of dollars, everybody's on the same page with that. If you're not going to do that as an organization, then you need to really embrace the value that procurement brings with the market intelligence that they bring to a project to help that business unit head make the right decision for the organization. I couldn't agree more. That's a really good point. If you were to sum sum up for our listeners, what are the top three attributes of today's procurement professionals and procurement leaders that they must possess to really maximize both value and the impact on their organization's sort of strategic examples. That's a great segue. I should have said the objectives there. (laughs) Yeah. Um, One of the, the keys to any good professional is they have to have sort of like a consulting mindset, right? They can't go in there. They have to go in looking at the project or the need from the end user and looking at ways that they can help them get what they want and achieve it in a manner that's cost efficient, process efficient, and helps mitigate risk on that project. So being more of a consultant instead of, you know, hey, you know, you have to bid this out sort of attitude uh, really helps you get your foot in the door. The second thing that you really have to have is I'll go back to walking the walk and talking the talk. Like you, you, you need to know what you're talking about when you get into these different business units because business unit head sees that you really know these areas. They're going to be a lot more comfortable with you know sharing information with you or bringing you into other projects going forward. So you, you really need to, to have that knowledge also. And then just good business acumen. I mean, you, you need to understand a good deal when you see one and, and be able to, to understand how that will impact the business for the company overall. So those three things are key to a good procurement professional. They want to want to have a lasting career in that area. I couldn't agree more. I do think, you know, like you said, it is a consultative sort of mindset and you might be able to have one strategy for maybe marketing, but that's not suitable for IT. So I believe you need to be nimble and it isn't about trying to get everyone to buy one particular strategy in an organization. It is about being creative. It is about using your EQ as well as your IQ to, to really get 
to understand and be more of a human to human conversation than than using kind of technologies uh, plaster. You know, I do believe it's about human to human contact internally. And yes, technology does help, but it doesn't take away the human factor and the need to have open, honest and frank conversations with your business leaders. Would you agree? I definitely agree with that. I've seen other companies that I've worked for, they try to outsource procurement and other organizations do do the sourcing of certain commodities or services. The reason why that does not work in most cases is just like what you said, Ian, you have to have that human interaction and get to know those end users that you're supporting and really understand what their requirements are and what their needs are. And the only way to do that is you know, meet with them on a monthly basis or have monthly meetings or, you know, you see them in the cafeteria and just discuss certain things, you know, one off. And I think that human element is key to really, you know, having an impact internally in the organization with those with those key end users. Kind of taking the words right out of my mouth. I'd really like to thank you for your time today, Matt. And I'm sure our listeners have gained a great deal of insights from our conversation today. Can people find more information out about yourself, i.e. your LinkedIn profile, or do you maybe have a, a little website that you've got yourself? Yeah, the best way to get in touch with me is through LinkedIn. That's where I have my profile and, and experience and stuff there. And I'd be glad people were willing to reach out to me. I'd love to take up a conversation or answer any questions through LinkedIn. Excellent. Well, we'll include a link at the bottom. And all I can say, Matt, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much indeed for uh, coming on today and having a chat with us. And I hope you have a great day and a wonderful week. You too, Ian. It was great chatting with you and uh, look to talk to you soon. Thanks a lot. Excellent. You take care and we'll speak very soon. To those of you who have just tuned in in today's segment, I'd like to thank you very much for joining us. And I'd like to encourage you to not only share the on-demand link to this segment, but to the entire four-part Bridging the Gap series and how to really help you find your next great CPO and procurement director. The link is available through the website of Sourcing Solved and I've also included the URL and the link below. Once again, my name is Ian Campbell McKenna and I'd like to wish you a great and a productive day.